more exciting. It's time to relax. Cause we do this for the culture, African and the nation. Two time, two time for the cha cha gang. Uh, give me the cha cha gang. Rocking with the best, cha cha gang. Uh, give me the cha cha gang. Uh, Alayla with cha cha gang. Uh, give me the cha cha gang. What's in my body, the cha cha gang? Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the cha cha nation. Welcome to another episode of the Chacha Let's Talk Music series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast. You know now, my name is Afis Tonova, aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. And on this episode, I have two special guests with me. Yes, trust me when I say these girls are special. And we'll be talking about something totally different from what you used to hear on the Chacha Let's Talk Music series. I without wasting much of your time, let me allow them to introduce themselves. Hello there, my name is Boyega Adeoya, one half of the Sample Axis podcast. Um, what we do on the Sample Axis is basically talking samples. So music traveling from old times to new times, new music and old music, that's what we do. So yeah, I'm happy to join uh, Chacha Music Review Podcast hosted by yours truly, Afisto Nova. Hello guys, my name is Nelson. I'm the other half of the Sample Access podcast. I feel like my um, co-host has done enough in terms of introducing what we do on Sample Access podcast. I'm really excited to be here uh, to talk with our boss, Harvest Nova, on the Cha-Cha Music Review podcast. Thank you very much, both of you, for being here. And I so, so appreciate it. I would say it's an honor having the both of you on this podcast. Now, without wasting much time, like I said, we are going to be talking about something that is not what I usually discuss on the podcast, but it's something I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. I'm so glad that I can do this with you guys. We want to talk about Fuji music, but we want to use um, K1, the ultimate, you know, as should I say the yardstick or the focal point, you know, of Fuji music. And the reason I'm saying so is this is because over the years, K1, the ultimate or King Wasu and the Marshall, or um, like his um, current title, the Mayegun, you know, of Yoruba land, whichever way you want to call him. You know, over the years, I think he has remained that symbol when it comes to, uh, you know, Fuji. No disrespect to those before him, talking about the baristas and every other person that had before him. But looking at from where he's coming from to where he's now to date, it looks like that main artist, that has been there from the beginning to this present moment. So I'm just gonna ask you, let me start from um, Boyega. When was the first time you got introduced to K1's music? Yo, we're talking years and years ago, and I really wouldn't be able to pin a time because I grew up, uh, let me just tell stories. I grew up in Lagos, mainly Agege, and so whatever was on radio would be playing. So unconsciously, I'm sure when I was three or four, I must have heard maybe consolidation or maybe you know baby musical color so it must have been that early because 96 it had it had one album i think it was consolidation legacy in 96 in 99 there was one album that uh, fuji fusion you know this uh, uh, one of this very popular song so i'm sure early on when i was like age four age five i must have heard it unconsciously but when i really really paid attention to it was silver in the tape was consolidation. There was this very shiny video, uh, baby Micho color. Yeah, that was the, the man, first time baby Micho yeah. color. Okay. That, was, that was the time for me. Yeah, good times. Uh, by Nelson, what about you? 
Oh well, um, if I if I can remember clearly or vividly, I would say uh, it has to be 2002. That was the first time I got. Although I'd been listening before then, but 2002 I got a grip of the power that is Quam's music at the time because um, my uh, one of my younger ones at the time they had to do his naming ceremony then. And when I mean my younger one, somebody that is you know like family to me. So this, their family, they are big fans of King Wasio and Eddie Marshall. And uh, I remember very well, I think it was in Fuji Fusion at the time that, that was released in 1999, as well as there was this particular album called New Lagos. I don't know whether I can remember New Lagos. There was this New Lagos um, um, yeah, album New at Lagos. the time. He was talking back, like he was basically, that New Lagos was, it wasn't the party party kind. It was like he was hailing people mostly in that um yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah, 2001, I guess. 2001. And, you know, that, that particular time. But I, if anybody asks me that, what time, when did you listen to Fuji Music? Or when did you start listening to King Washington and Marshall? I would say 2002. Um, that was the time I started listening. And I tuned in from then. And even till date, I still, you know, mess with the sound. I love the sound so much. All right. Um, like Bega rightly said, for me also, Consolidation was that time that I actually got key you know, into um, Wasil's music. And obviously, that had to be that song. Baby Micho, Kolore, Kajoma. I mean, I feel that was the first time I heard the song and I felt like, okay, I think I know. Like, right, like Wega Riley said, I've been, you know, here and there listening to some songs and, oh, we just hear the song. But that, it was that time that I actually paid attention to, oh, that I started knowing, oh, the song, lyrics for lyrics, okay, it was Wasil that sang this song, he sang this song, and... That album, Consolidation, had, you know, so much, um, you know, song, because I could remember it was in that album that he also spoke about um, how they crowned him, you know, the king of um, Fuji in um, Ibadan. And I think that album for me was the album. Or no, I don't, don't let me even call it the album, because back then they don't use the word album. They use the word um, record. Is these days that we yeah. talk about oh album and album for them it was just about record and it is it was record that he used and it was from that um you know record that I actually you know got to know Wasil. But here's going to be my question and let me start with Nelson. What do you think has made Wasil so relevant that even now the new we the, uh, should I say we the Gen Z let me use that word quote unquote the Gen Z generation still somehow you know connect with Wasil till date. It's a different case where you hear a song like Sonia Day and you can say, oh, I remember when my dad used to play Sonia Day. But when you hear a Wasil song, you talk about the song as if, oh, uh -uh, you've been a fan of Wasil for like, you know, ages and all that. What do you think has made Wasil stay relevant from, you know, when he started his music with um, Barista to this present moment? What would you say has worked for Wasil? Well, if you ask me what I think has worked for him, I would say um, versatility, very, very key, versatility. Now, if you listen or if you have listened back to those albums from 1975 down to this point, you would see there's always a change. There's always a time. I mean, even from the covers of his music, you know, this man was in tuned with the time that he was in at that moment. If you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. He always paid attention to what was popping at the time. And he would always look for a way to fuse in, even though the original like roots of um, Fuji music, for example, like when we say SAB now, Secret Indie Barista now, there was, there's, there's like a base, there's a correct base of the sound. So 
a lot of the new Fuji guys and the older Fuji guys, they didn't deviate too much from it. But you see, when it comes to when it comes to um Kwam, he took out his time to learn and understand what was happening. Like now, I was going to say, I was going to say something um, earlier. I uh, just remember now. Um, from 1970, he left. I think he left um um Sikra Yende Barista's band in 76 or 77. And all the way down to like the late, the early 80s, he had a particular type of sound. You can tell, you understand? You can tell that he had a particular type of sound. Yeah. But from Talazo's system in 1984, there was a switch. Mm-hmm. He was still sounding the same way, but there was, you know, you could tell that ah, this is Fuji, but there's something somewhere, there's something in this. And that, as at that time, he was beginning to crave it, like he was carving a niche for himself. like. Okay, I'm part of this Fuji genre, but I'm still a class apart. And now, move down to the 90s, when you talk about consolidation in 1995, there was already a change, like a major change in terms of how he sounded at the time, how his music was approached at the time. And we are also seeing it evidently now. There's 2020, there's Fuji the sound that has trap vibes, basically. I mean, big shout out to all the people that have been doing the Fuji thing, the Pasoma, Adewale Ayubas that have been doing it for a very long time and they have continued to do it. They have found a way to like create something for themselves. But the standout man, the outstanding man in this case, like the Gap Bound said in that particular song in the 80s, they would say it is King Wasio and because of versatility. So that's the only thing I would say. That's not just the only thing because of hard work, obviously. And, you know, to, to keep up basically is, is, is a lot of work. But... He has done it over and over again. If you want to understand the growth of King Wasio and Marshall, just get his albums, like the cover of all the albums, and you see what I'm talking about. All right. So now, before I go to um, Wig, I'm still on the same question. Let me just, you know, quickly um, chip in this thing. Um, you know, Wasio, for those of you that don't know, Wasio was part of the um, Sikira Inde Barista's band called the Fuji, uh, called the Supreme Fuji Commander, and he was there from 97. 1975 to 1978 and for those of you that also might be wondering now let me i i was supposed to have said this at the beginning but let me just say this now wasu's real name are actually wasu omogbolawon olasukomi adewale mashal now the ainde was a name that he adopted when he was about leaving barista is um he asked for his blessing and his permission and he added that name to his name and that was how he became ainde but from the onset, you know, when they gave birth to him, the Ainde was not part of the name. And every other name that he acquired along the way, you know, he was just picking them up and picking them up and picking them up. So now, back to you, um, Vega. What would you say has made Wasil so relevant till date? I think all of the things Nelson said, uh, and then in addition to that, he, he Nelson mentioned hard work when he was closing his remarks. Hard yeah. work is so important. I think we did an episode on on sample axes and we counted like 25 albums. I'm sure there is more. So when you do 25 <laughs> albums, definitely there are many live albums. So, but studio albums, if you sit down for like 30 years and you have more than 30 albums, studio albums, that is a lot of work. And then deliberately altering the sound. If you listen to Talaso in 84 and you push it to 94, the sound would have changed either by addition of 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 the of another kind of piano or the saxophone or double saxophone or, or one more guitar to the band there was conscious efforts to alter the sound now pushing forward to 
a time like solo marking day, the growth in the sound, there, there is a consistent growth. Okay, let's let's make this sound different from what I did in 84. So that has helped him. Apart from that, Wasi is very culture conscious. When I say culture conscious, he knows there was a time he did like not once, over and over, he would do albums to celebrate kings across across Yoruba land. So he would yes. do one album on, on, on the side B, he would hail Allah Fiyo and another one he would hail on your another one Olubadon, another one he would do across the states in Yoruba land to familiarize with the cultures. And apart from that, he's also politically conscious. The elites of, look at a song like Ayo, Ayo, those songs that are cultural and very important to Lagos lifestyle, he is there. He is that guy that continues to make something for, for the culture. And so when there's an event that has to do with Lagos, who is the guy that we, that we call? Wasiu is the, you know, the old, and he's mature. Of course, big respect to was uh, to Pasuma and Obesere and the rest of them. But Wasiu is someone who can appeal to the 18-year-olds and appeal to the 80-year-olds as well because he has sounds for everybody. So transcending generations, I think those things have kept him, you know, still very relevant to today. I mean, look at last year. Uh, there was a time in Mama Sempe, that's a sound for the streets, low-key. There's, there's another one, 2020, where he did, you know, the viral one, uh, and then that went all over the place. People age three, we don't even know it's, it's Fuji music, but it's danceable, it's enjoyable, and you know, something for, for, for the young people and also for the low, old people. I want to go back to consolidation. Bobo no go die on less to that is a hit song. <laughs> That's a hit song. And when you do that uh, uh, for, for boys in the streets in 1995, if you are not listening to Jaru, if you are not feeling hype or hip or American hip hop, if you are Lagos boy trying to ball. That's a song for you. So he appeals to every every generation. And so he's still here. How he has been able to blend from the past to the present is just one thing I, you know, like you rightly said, no disrespect to the Oshopas, to the Ayuba, to the Obesiri, you know, to the Remy Aluko and all those stuff. But when you talk about Fuji, I think the first name that always comes to your mind has to be K1, the ultimate. And I think it's kind of clear to see why is the ultimate because it's longevity. For someone that started his music from way back in 1970 something, I mean, if you hear his story, he started music maybe when he was about 13 or 14, you know, joining uh, uh, Barista's band. And, you know, from then up to this point in time, that when you want to talk about Fuji music, you are still able to mention, uh, you know, Wasu. I feel like that is something yeah. so, so, insane and so so incredible now let me quickly add this let me add this before you go on okay so uh wh when you asked about what has kept him you know you i'm a yoruba person and yoruba people also very believe in uh respect yeah Check his trajectory he always pays homage to his ogre there, there is that i mean i'm just going to mention one song i'm sure there are many more songs orindo orindola on that song he mentioned Aide's impact on his music the person who started this, you know, that thing would always bless you if you give respect to who it is due. Even those who were his seniors who are not as popular, there was a man, I can't remember their names, but there were there were some people, apart from uh, um, um, SAB, uh, late Sikira Inde Barista and Alaji Kolintia Inla, 
there were other people who were just maybe in his class or a little one step ahead of him. He would always mention them and acknowledge them. And that would always give him that, you know, space and that it, it would make way for him. Already he's a hard worker, he's a sound definer, so to speak. And then if you add on to that, you know, culture custodian, and then he respects the people before him. It is it is only right that it, it goes forward with, with uh, and succeed with music. Yeah, it's only right that it goes forward and you know he succeed with music. And now let's talk about you know because um you know we we're talking about you know sound and how he has been able to change with his sound. Now for Fuji artists like Pasoma, for example, we know that Pasoma has been one of the things that has made you know Pasoma relevant is the fact that. Pasoma at times move away from Fuji, you know, and it goes into hip-hop. I mean, I feel like Pasoma is probably the most featured um, Fuji artist on any hip-hop track. I stand to be corrected, but so far so good. I don't think they featured any Fuji artist more than Pasoma in terms, you know, when it comes to collaborating between Fuji and hip-hop. But if you look at Wasu, I really don't think there's been much, you know, featured from any hip-hop artist. Although we've had, should I say, that I can remember on the top of my head right about now, I think Olamide is the only hip-hop artist that has, you know, kind of sampled, um, you know, Wasu. Like I said, remember from the top of my head, you guys can chip in if you remember any. But Olamide was, is the only one that I know of at the moment that really sampled on Wasu's song. And that was this, um, Omani Fowoshe, Omani Fowoshe, Omani Fowoshe. So, I mean, for... Someone that has not really, you know, crossed, he didn't go outside his journey of music. He stayed within that journey of music and he has been able to, you know, should I say, man, no, let me use the word manipulate, but let me say improve. Because like you rightly said, I mean, he took it all the way from Barista. Barista started it, he took it, learned from the master, and then he continued to be defined the sound every year, every time. I could remember when I was listening to Consolidation and there was a part in that conversation where he was singing about, you know, um, and underneath the whole Fuji drum, you could hear the typical that hip hop vibe, you could hear it in that song. And as way yeah. back as and the, this was 95, oh. exactly. And I feel like Wasu is just honestly speaking, I think his talent is something that should be talked about more. Probably because, like I said, Fuji music, you know, now is not Afrobeat, is not hip hop. So a lot of us don't see it as oh something big or something, uh, you know, major. But if you look at it, I think that has been one of the that has been one may or that is one major genre of music, you know, that we have uh in Nigeria. So I'm just going to ask this for me, and I want you guys. This is where I want you guys to, you know, put in. I'll start from Nelson. I would say 2020, when Wasu decided to do, uh, you know, Fuji the Sound, that's the EP, you know, bringing about Adorio King, Awade, you know, uh, Majoni Show, and all that. Now, that um, EP for me was like another defining moment, you know, for Wasu's career, because that EP just be blew. And this is where I'm going to, the replay value of Wasu's songs. Now, I'm not a big fan of, um, how am I going to put it? I'm not a big fan of Paso. I'm a huge fan of um, Oshupa. But there are some Oshupa songs that I hear today and I feel like, eh, you know, like if I hear those songs today, I feel like 
I think I only enjoyed that song when it came out. I do enjoy it this time around. But there is hardly any Wasu song that you will hear today and you will still have. I remember when I had that um, Fuji the sound, I felt this, the same excitement I was feeling when those songs came out was the same excitement I was feeling during the new verse or the new, um, you know, the new one that he did. So I feel like for me, his replay value is top notch. What do you guys think about that? Um, I'll say something. Uh, in all that we have been talking about, there's something that we need to put a pin to, a point to. Okay. Wasu makes King Wasu makes timeless music. Good. Now, one of the things you need to one of the things you need to also take note of is that the Fuji the Sound album were carefully picked songs. Mm-hmm. They were not just random songs. Now, oh yeah, okay, this one was cool, this one was cool. No, they were carefully picked songs. They know that these songs are songs that nobody, I mean, it's like Awade, Awade was just, it wasn't a major, major, major part of Fuji Fusion, if we are being sincere. Exactly. But it stuck with everybody because it was just a vibe. And years after, you know, it, is, it, it continues to be an, a very, very important part of the music. And that's why they carefully, I do you okay? Even before the album came out, my brother, my younger brother in the house played the heck out of those songs. Just because, and this, my younger brother is like few more, like at least some months younger than I am. And he knows the songs better, better than, than I. So like, you understand that he makes timeless music as a, as a young man, as a young chap, even if you are four down to like 48 or 50, I think Mbwega was saying something about that. Whatever, age you are, as far as you listen to some specific songs, I'm not saying everything because I'm sure some people will not be relate, not be able to relate to some of the songs from King Wasuani. But like Definitely. you would be able to vibe to at least one or two things. The idea real key thing, anybody can vibe to it. Awade, anybody can vibe to it. If you check those songs, timeless music, that is why he's always going to be relevant. I'm sorry I'm about to put this person in, but I feel like there's no way for me to, so that I can explain to the younger generation as like myself, what I'm talking about. Whiskey has been doing a whole lot. Definitely. In terms of music for Afrobeats. But there are few songs that you know that 20 years from now, if you play Ojo Elegba, everybody's going to vibe to it. Definitely. You understand? If you play Kwakurumo in 40 years from now, you're talking about 40 years from now, play Kwakurumo Anywhere people will jump to it because of these songs, these particular songs, they are timeless sounds. You understand? And that's what he, he made also with the Made in Lagos album. But when you're talking about Wasu, Wasu has, King Wasu has numerous albums to pick from. So I'm telling you that he, if he's going to like create bigger, like a bigger album, maybe a Fuji Sound 2 or Fuji Sound 3 or Fuji Sound 4, all he needs to do is just listen back. I wouldn't be surprised if I say Mama Senpe comes back as a different vibe. I wouldn't be surprised. And I, and I feel like people will vibe more because I'm, I'm not sure the entire demographic, like the, the 0 to 64, I'm not sure it's everybody that's picked up from that. Because I remember there was a time in Lagos, because I, I grew up in Lagos, I grew up in Bariga, I'm a Bariga boy. So there was a time, I'm talking about, Oh, 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 nah. I don't know what, what year was the aim of my same, but it was a time. I think it was, um, I was telling me about it recently. I can't actually remember the year now. 2013, around that time from like 2014 down to 2017, there was no party that you would play in or that people would play music around that Bariga area. That you not, who are you? What are you doing? What's your work? 
you have to play the sound. So it's timeless sound, basically. And it has it has lots of them. In fact, I'm curious. I want to see more like new stuff, like entirely new stuff from him because he has the attention of everybody now. Trust me. And when I mean everybody, I mean the Gen, Gen, Gen Z as well because I know he has the attention. Like our fathers and mothers, those ones are on lockdown. Anything King Wasu does is go to them. It's go to them. But the Gen Z now, he has the attention fully. They are going to want to mess with any of the sound that comes out. So really, he, he has he, the ball is in his court. He's the one in charge, as it is right now. He basically is in charge. And that man, I need to say it again, big ups to him. He never stops working. I think I need to say that again. He never step, stops working. Consistency, hard work. It's just amazing, really. He's 64 and he feels like he has been alive forever. Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons why that's one of the reasons why I'm always going to say big respect, big ups to the man King Guasha and the Marshall. Yeah, big respect to him. Okay, um, Bega, what about you? Let's um let me let me ask you this, and we're going to use you know this to wrap up the whole conversation about it. Um, if you are to mention, let me just you know cut it short as simple because, like Riley said, we can pick a thousand songs and we'll not even end you know the conversation today, but just your top three. Just top of your head, which songs do you say are your top three songs from Wasu? Yo, of course it's hard, but we're just going to pick three. I'm going to be careful. There's one, there's one that they used to use to play adverts in one. There was a place I was staying, so every time they want to play advertising on radio, that song is instrumental. Um, Awatunde ba Shende. Dr. Mogola. Oh, yeah. oh no, that, that, that has to be that has to be yeah, part of mine as well. That's part of mine as well. If I'm picking a top yeah. three, Vegas number one is part of mine. Yeah, Ajagun Shegumoji. So again, when you listen to the lyrics, he's pray, he's talking prayers, he's talking good things and all that. I'm going to pick another number, but I'll, I'll just this one is one honorable mention. Or in the war, in dollar. It's not, it's not part of my top three. I, I just want to put it as honorable mention. But if okay. you listen to that song, he was talking about the fact that what Baba and they started as, let's change Ajiwere or Latai uh, uh, Ajiwere, let's change it and, and start something. What someone started as something out of sheer, like Baba, Barista was a, was a military man, left yeah. military and then started music. So what someone started, and that's, that's inspiration for people who want to start something. What uh, uh, what he's saying on that Oindo song is what my guy started as. Let me just start something. Twenty years later, I'm making millions of it. I'm touring the world off of that genre of music that someone created. That's the essence of that song. I mean, no pun intended. Essence is the, is the biggest thing right now. <laughs> now, uh, so yes, yeah, second one I would pick Soloma Kindi. The arrangement on Soloma Kindi is crazy. So low marking the our yeah, don't judge you apart from the 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 lyric the lyrics, if you listen to the beat arrangements, the saxophone, the trumpets, the 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 drum sets, everything is in sync, and I love that arrangement. So let me just push to another one. I think I'll just I'll just have to go with Bobo no go die or less to because that was a culture that was very impactful at the time. No, you cannot say you don't know that sound. And that was 95. In 1997, they were still jamming it. Even in the new year, they were still buying the video albums because you will see the women wearing shiny dresses. You know, in that video, that video, there was one one nice car I was driving. Whatever was raining at in 95 was the car that 
he was he was driving. Uh, there was a slow song. I think the same album had I can't just stop thinking about you, my love. So that oh, album. Oh wait, guys, you are stealing all my songs. I was already. <laughs> yeah. Now, now he's now. He stole, he stole that one for me also. <laughs> Come on now, I was already like, I was already saying I was going to just use that to enter when you ask me the question. Sorry, sorry to you, sorry to you. You can't be looking for that one. <laughs> so that, that very consolidation album, you can still pick legacy, Sha. Consolidation album was very impactful. I mean, vivid imagination. The only design, the only I mean, all of that. Vision. So, yeah, I, I would say those those were those are my my top three. And you know, kudos to him. We respect what he has done. And also, let me add this: I mentioned that he always pays respect to older people. The mm-hmm. people who are younger too, he always gives. I mean, the Arabambi uh, agenda. He is Arabambi one. Pasuma yeah, is Arabambi two. Alauma Laika is Arabambi three. So he moves with them. He joins them. He invites them. When he was doing 50 years old, all these guys were there to celebrate with him, even though there was a beef situation at the time, blah, blah, blah. But he's always connecting to the younger generation, putting them through. And so if you are doing if you are doing what you should do for the older and the younger generation, it's only right that they pay you your, your respect. All right. So, um, Nelson, let's go to you. Your top three, even though Greg has practically mentioned everything, finish. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I I feel somewhat right now because like I don't even have anything to say right now again because Greg has done. He's even his honorable mention has packed all my best three. But you know, first I can't stop thinking about you, my love. I I remember that. I mean, that memory of having to listen to that song for the first time is golden to me. So, you know that, you know, there's, there, there are a couple of songs that I talk about if you listen to my podcast. I love, there are some songs that just, you know, just hit you. First time listen, hits you. Straight up. And that's, that's it. Like, you know, for me, like Atlantic Stars, Silver Shadow is the song I always talk about. And then this one too, uh, from Quam. I can't stop thinking about you. And I, I, you have to hold this to me. Growing up, I didn't know how to speak Yoruba a lot. I didn't understand the language so well, like I do now. So I could only connect more to the songs that I understood at the time. You understand? So that, that's why it makes sense that I love that. And of course, uh, Vivid Imagination, that one, Vivid Imagination. I remember that too as well. And um, yeah. Um, uh, and then I, I want to pick Adeo Ryokin because I have heard that song too much. And I'm sure you understand what I mean by too much. I feel like this is first first entry and it's because you know how it is now when you listen to a song over and over again you don't even know whether you love it or you just like, you can't even go you can't even go to it if you're in a party now and they play that song that's the end i it's, mean like everybody's everybody going crazy bananas. so yeah it's great everybody's going crazy and uh, my younger one loves it as well so like i just i just love the sound now that's why i say i can't even if you ask me, are you sure you love this as your top three? I'm like, I can't tell you per se, but I just know I've heard it enough to say I love it. So yeah, that makes my top three. That makes my top three. And of course, I love, there's one thing he does. I will just add this as like an honorary, um, honorable mention. There's this thing he does. I don't know, um, in hip hop, they call it the breakdown. You know that part where there's a space in between and the... He's just flowing. He's just vibing. You understand? Yeah. Like, he's not really, really saying anything in particular, but the vibe is making sense. Like, hailing people, talking about them, and, you know, messing around with words, you know, back and forth. 
that breakdown, that breakdown, I think Kingston Yadid does it as well. KSA does it as well. But Kwam's version all the time, when he takes that break, that, I don't know whether that can be put as a sound. And you know what? If Kwam calls my name and I'm in a party, my account is empty. That's it. I'm going to spend all the money that I have with him. That's it. I, I'm going to avoid that. I'm going to make sure he doesn't try to call my name or say anything about me. Because if he, if he says anything about me, that's it. I'm gone. People should just hold me down, collect my what? phones, my ATMs, everything. If I'm going to pick, uh, you know, my top three, obviously we both, you know, we've all agreed, you know, that um, I just can't stop thinking about you. It's one of, you know, it's classic, and that's definitely one of my top three. Another song, uh, you know, that I'm going to pick. I don't know why, but every time I hear this song, I get so spiritually connected. I can't remember the name of the song, but it goes like this. Um, That's yeah, I know the song. I know the song very, I very mean, well. Every time I hear that song, my mind just goes like, damn, damn. Yeah, this is, yeah that's this a is, classic. That's a classic as well. I mean, I mean, and obviously, the last one for me has always been our day, 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 our day. I mean, from the onset, I've always been a fan of, you know, of that song so much. And my honorable mentions, obviously, has to be one of the ones uh, we rightly spoke about. That has to be, um, Baba no go die or less to bada ugo, Baba, you know, those, you know, at least these three that I've mentioned remain, you know, my top three, uh, you know, of uh, was you of all time. So, um, once again, I really, really appreciate you guys for doing this with me. Thank you so, so much. Uh, but before, you know, I allow you guys, you know, go totally, uh, let me just, you know, allow, you know, Nelson to do this, you know, just tell us how uh, people can connect, uh, you know, with your podcast, what platform your podcast is available and how they can get to listen to the podcast. All right. Um, you can catch us on um, all the platforms where you get your podcast from. Just type in the Sample Access Podcast. T-H-E-S-A-M-P-L-E-A-X-I-S Podcast. And you get it on Google Podcast, um, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast from. And we talk about samples. We talk about songs that have been redone or talk about songs that, you know, old songs that people decide to tweak and we give you backstories as well. And trust me, if you listen, you're going to enjoy every part of it because our backstories and our, you know, our songs that we pick, they are always unique and golden if you if you let me say that. And of course, you'll be able to, you know, when you listen, you'll be able to see our get through to us via you know various platforms as well. Yes, and I'm just going to, you know, add to that that trust me, their podcast is one podcast that you should not, and I say it with all my chest, you should not miss. If you are a fan of music, unless music is not your thing, even if music is not your thing and you want to get to know about music, then trust me, you need to get to listening to their podcast. They are doing an amazing job. And I won't lie to you, the first time I heard their podcast, I'm like, no. No, I need to have these guys on my podcast. No, ah, no, no, no. These guys, they are just boss brain. Let me use that word. That's what they do. Once again, thank you guys very, very much for being up for the podcast. Yeah, I really I do, appreciate it. I hope we can, you know, get to do this. I hope we can get to do this some other time. You know, thank yeah, you very sure, much. Sure.
Most definitely. Thank you for inviting us. And yeah, enjoy yourself. Thank you for giving us your platform. Uh, we, we appreciate the words. Yeah. Yeah, and a big shout out to all your listeners as well. Yeah, big ups to them. Really, I'm, I'm also a fan of your podcast as well. I've been listening for a while now. Even though I, I plugged in late, I like to say late because I haven't, I'm, I'm binge listening right now to your podcast. But still, like everybody that listens in, big shout out to every single person that listens to your podcast as well. Yeah, thank you very much. And big shout out to every cha-cha gang across the world. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. This is where we are going to draw the curtain on the cha-cha Let's Talk Music series on the cha-cha music group podcast, which is now being brought to you by Absolute Tap Media, your number one online media and digital marketing agency. It's like come away with another episode. My name will always be a fist turnover, aka your musical plug, creator of the energy force. Peace out. Relax, vibes on vibes. If you be bad, let me come on my side. Try to follow me, young, make a call my guys. Got a bottle of wine for the cha cha gang. Dreads on my head like a rasta man. Like one, two, three, four, five. Make this whole vibe coming higher, no lie. You waiting for the downfall, you do waste time. Right now, you are rocking with the true baseline. Uh, I push strings like whiteies. Yeah, the bug give me on the right thing. That's why I'm not the this all day. Yeah, this is right thing. Strike hard like force. A lightning, bulletproof vest, yes, call them guiding. You already know where we residing. Cha 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 cha, that's my thing. Cha cha time, two time for the cha cha gang. Give me the cha cha gang, rocking with the best. Cha cha gang, give me the cha cha gang. Alayela with cha cha gang. Give me the cha cha gang. What's in my body? Cha cha gang. Give me the cha cha gang. Cha cha gang. What's in my body? A fist and over. Queen Rafi, I see you. Miss B. Chacha gang. Chacha nation. Thank you. One love. One love.